He ain't gonna do it. Your plan so what, doesn't. What's, what are you? I don't cut? take no for an answer. You you what, take what it. Are you I don't. Cut? I, I don't. I stand up for the city of Toronto. What the other side? Like of the residents of Toronto. Let's talk about the twenty percent tax yeah. increase that Olivia yes. Chow is going to strap to your property tax bill and send it into outer space. This is a conversation <laughs> yeah. about affordability. Hey, this remember, is a conversation is about affordability. And the reality is, okay. folks in Scarborough and, and people here in Toronto... It is debate season. Whatever your name uh, day is, uh, pick up a debate. Uh, there were three on Wednesday. We got another one on uh, TVO tonight, which is actually one of the bigger ones. And we're going to get the same six candidates given all the same solutions that apparently weren't available in the last couple of decades. Certainly Olivia Chow is the main target at these debates. Um, I'm not sure why. I, I, she seems kind of out there like she's just ch chatting about people she meets and things she sees and you know it's kind of a nice city i actually thought mitzi hunter did a very good job last night it is her home turf in scarborough but she was pretty on message um uh, you know brad bradford trying to get some 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 knocks in um but again we've got all these solutions shouldn't have to have them because we've been promised all these things like affordability in housing forever and and there's no one not promising affordable housing these days at any level of government. They are all promising things that should have been built. And, you know, look at Chow, 25 grand. She's going to build 25,000 new rental homes. She's got $100 million to purchase and repair rental apartment buildings. She's got community housing she's going to put in. And they're all promising this stuff. It's not going to be built overnight. I have yet to hear a solution that comes in now. Eric Lombardi, founder of More Neighbors Toronto. Good to have you, Eric. Thanks for having me on, Alex. Always a pleasure. And you, um, I think uh, you suffered the second debate, the housing debate, which also took place on, on Tuesday. And housing comes up at all of these debates. But, you know, one of my big takeaways is that, you know, we are kind of entertaining a lot of these ideas, knowing full well that, that, that they're, they're, hope, they're hope at best at this point. So what was your takeaway of what you heard as to who actually delivers something worth listening to? <laughs> I mean, in terms of delivering something worth listening to, I'm not sure I have an answer for you there. But my takeaway, you know, on housing, and you know, like you said, you know, politicians have been pro promising affordability for a long time now, and they haven't delivered on it. And mm. that's because it's very hard to actually execute on some of the policy directions. But, you know, over the last few years, we have seen a good shift in direction from political leaders to focus on housing supply. So, you know, from left to right, everyone agrees. We need more housing, right? And I'd say more on the left, they agree that they also need more investment in social and public housing. I think the problem that, you know, none of the mayoral candidates are really, you know, willing to face is this enormous budget deficit that's going to make it very challenging for the city to actually fund and afford some of these pretty strong uh, public housing targets, right? Mm. And this is in the context of that 285,000 total unit target. And I think what's been missing is really, you know, the mayoral candidates telling the public truth about <laughs> just how much needs to change in how we plan and build housing and, and where that gets built. You know, I think mm -hmm. Anna Bailao, I think Mitzi Hunter, and I think Brad Bradford get that in the policy a little bit better than some of the other candidates. You know, I, I personally found Mark Sanders and Olivia Chow, you know, 
be vibe oriented and not necessarily detail oriented, which we've had a lot of on this issue and it really hasn't delivered very much. But at the same time, you know, the others are experienced politicians in power now and they're not really delivering on it at the speed we need either. Right. Well, right. You look at Brad Bradford. He's the uh, urban planner, and he he's you know part of this housing one or whatever the plan is. I mean, they haven't gotten a shovel in the the, the ground since 2019, which is unforgivable. But then you look at the federal, yeah. the provincial le- level. I've gone to Eric in my career probably 50 housing announcements where all they talk about is all this affordable <laughs> housing. You certainly get it during the elections. It's like, oh, we're gonna build, and then it, and then you turn around 10 years later, you go, I thought you were gonna build all this stuff, and then it's we're finding out now as we hit the wall, none of this stuff has been delivered. And so if I'm a voter, well, I am a voter, but when I'm heading to the polls, who do you believe anymore that's going to deliver on stuff that they were supposed to deliver a long time ago, and they've gotten away with not delivering, and now only in a crisis, Eric, which, by the way, is not stopping. Like, the population's not stopping while they get their crap in order. So whoever actually gets elected, better measure expectations to say, look, this isn't going to happen next year. Like, we're talking 10 years before we actually see change, assuming they can actually get their crap together this time. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, the city does have the housing action plan that was started under John Tory. And what I think is interesting is no mayoral candidate is promising to go above or beyond what John Tory was already promising to do, which is, I think, a little bit disappointing. Not to say that the direction was bad, but, you know, let's say they do all, you know, 26 or 27 actions that they're planning. You know, you know, and let's just say that council doesn't neuter some of those actions, which it it almost certainly will, you know, it's still not going to be enough. And so if I'm a voter, you know, I I am a voter just like you are, (laughs) but you know, on housing, if I'm going to prioritize it, you know, I want a candidate who's going to tell me things that might make me a little bit uncomfortable because that will, I will know at least then that they're serious about the issue. Right. Right. And, and, and just to, 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 (laughs) I mean, Josh Matlow, I think, was trying to be that guy last night in the debate where he's like, look, I have nothing to hide. I'm just going to be honest. And it's like, okay, right. But his his riding, which is my riding, he hasn't built barely any housing because he's stood in the way of it because he's got uh, a lot of NIMBYs in the in the hood. Um, but again, if they can't get it built, I don't want to promise. Like, you're not going to tear down the gardener overnight and there's not going to be any, you know, problems with traffic and then tell us, you know, all this affordable housing is going up here. That, that is a long-term project. And so I think a lot of people are looking for immediate solutions. I, I was chatting with Dave Bradley about this report that we're going to have to kind of tear down a whole bunch of buildings because people aren't using them. And I get that you can't convert, Eric, every office tower into a, a, a house, but certainly when you've got a crisis, you can use them for a little bit to ease some of the congestion. Like we've got solutions we could use. We just don't have anyone in leadership that seems to talk about this. Yeah. I mean, you know, commercial space, particularly, you know, I would say like suburban commercial space where a lot of land is parking lots. Like Mm. those are going to be on the chopping block. I mean, like the era of the strip mall is going to end in the GTA, no matter what, essentially because of this housing crisis. But no, if we're talking about like what can be done immediately, you know, Building upon what we've done in multiplexes, which, you know, I'm very happy that we've gone forward with, you know, they really did not go as far as necessary to make it work. But Mm. what you need to be focused on is how do you deliver housing that can be built in, you know, two to three years, right? And how do you bring more people, you know, the do-it-yourselfers, the renovators, 
you know, the small aspiring builders. Almost like the habitat for humanity crews who can come in and say, look, we're going to get this done. It may not be permanent, but well, you don't want a garbage build. Is there a candidate, Eric? Is, Is anyone offering that that should be looked at that's not actually being heard? You know, I, I think Chloe Brown, you know, she isn't part of the debates. You know, she came third in the last election and, you know, she's not, you know, a professional politician in the same way some of these other guys are. But I'm better you know, with, she, I'm better with she's brilliant. And, you know, her perspective is, you know, we need to do Japanese style zoning and build cities like the Dutch. And, you know, I don't think there's a single soul who's been to, you know, Amsterdam or Utrecht who says, hey, do you know what? This sucks. Mm. Right. So, you know, I, I think, I think, uh, you know, we need to learn a lot from what other places are doing. And there seems to be this thing in Canadian policymaking and that, you know, hey, we're unique and special. And so we can't do things like how other people do things that work. And it's just yeah. not true. Right. And, well, look, you, know, at, you think, look at New York. I mean, just look at New York. I mean, it's a mix of yeah. business pleasure. You, you wear your pajamas uh, walking down the hall while your friends <laughs> going down to the sock yeah. exchange down, downstairs. That is just like, I'm out of time, Eric. I, I'm going to talk to you again because this is such a big issue. I just want to cut it through is. the nonsense of who actually should be heard from. So you say Chloe Brown should be heard from. I agree. Uh, but maybe in the not, last stretch of this, we can actually get some of these voices out there with actual solutions. I got to go. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much for having a, me. Talk to you again soon, Alex. Eric Lombardi, founder of uh, More Neighbors Toronto, who has been at this for a long time. Again, uh, if housing's your issue, then uh, you want to at least have the expectations measured, right?